will be low. Our climb will be steep. We may not get there in one year or even in one term. We as a people will get to the promised land. I promise you, we as a people will get there. And whenever men and women straighten their backs up, they are going somewhere because a man can't ride your back unless it is better. I'm not worried about anything. I'm not fearing anything. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to Everybody Mad, the podcast where nothing is off the table, facts are currency, and at some point, everyone will feel uncomfortable. This is what happens after. Welcome to Everybody Mad, the podcast. Welcome back to Everybody Mad. You're now in Everybody Mad chat room. This is your boy, Rel, and I'm so happy as always you are here. If you haven't already started tuning in, make sure you tune in for these last week of episodes as the season is ending on Saturday, July 31st. Uh, we're going to come back in the off-season. It's called the off-season uh, for a reason. But more, more content is coming your way in the off-season. So be prepared. Stay tuned. For now, I'm going to hop into what I'm getting into. So I'm joined this week by a guest. It's going to be very interesting on what the conversation is to behold. Um, you might have seen some of the, the posts. Uh, you know, this nigga's gone viral at this point, I would say. Uh, but you might have seen some of the posts and, and, and chimed in yourself. And so in a minute, I'm going to get into that. But for now, I'm going to ask this guest to introduce themselves. So, brother, say what's up to the people. Give your name, age, sex, location, and one interesting fact about yourself. What's poppin'? What's poppin'? What's poppin'? My name's, uh, my name's Damo. Um, I am, I don't know if I'm infamous now or if I am famous or if I'm, like, anti-viral. I've been told I want anti-viral. Uh, but yeah, no, yeah, my you Damo, did. Man. I did. That's why. That's nasty. Going antiviral is nasty. Uh, but no, my name is Damo, man. I'm I'm on social media as Dapper Damo. Um, what's your age, sex, location, what? Uh, sex, location, and one interesting fact about yourself. Uh, so I'm 28. I am. I'm, I'm from Texas, man. So uh, all of y'all aunties, man, get your southern man. Apparently, we're what you need. Come to the south, man. I'm from I'm from Texas, man. Originally from San Antonio. Um, although I do live now in the DFW area. Um, and then, uh, missing age now. I'm a guy, obviously, man. Well, hopefully, obviously, man. You know, let me chill. My, my, my uh, my pronouns are he, him, his, real nigga. <laughs> you feel me? He, him, his, real nigga, always. Um, and then, uh, interesting fact about myself. Um, see, interesting fact. Okay, actually, maybe we'll get into this a little bit later. Um, my dad is, like, extremely old. My dad was born in 1936. Mm. Um, I was born in 1933. My dad was born in 1936. I am two generations, I'm three generations removed from slavery. Oh, we're going to get, okay, I, so. I very, I, 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 I very, 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 very old school upbringing. Like, I am the child, I'm the child of, of the civil rights version, literally. We're going to hold on to that. I'm going to bring that back in full circle, because there's a space where that fits in. Uh so what are we talking about today? We're talking about relationships. So if y'all been tuning in, y'all know I've done a series of other episodes uh, highlighting, you know, different relationship aspects. Um, and, you know, I really wanted to get Damo in this conversation as, you know, the, the tweets um, and that and that thread uh, really spoke to a lot of people and a lot of people, um, you know, were, were hitting me up. I, I will be honest with you, like my my inbox for a good three days just went like it was like yo what's your thoughts on this what's your thoughts on this and i'm just like yo like i i don't disagree i've been talking about this myself the last few weeks and so 
for me, it was like, all right, this shit is going to come full circle. Um, if y'all don't know, I, I didn't actually mention it, but Damo's another uh, clubhouse, uh, you know, contact that I've met and, and we've uh, been linked linked up, I'll say, in, in a couple of different spaces at this point. And so uh, the, the, the beauty of it all is I'm like, yo, I really got to have this. I got to have this conversation with this man because um, I don't. <laughs> it, it has been. We've been talking about it in a couple of different spaces, but this was it because I, you weren't wrong. Like I, I, I said this to everybody who hit me up. I said this nigga ain't wrong. I said I've been talking about this shit the last week. Like nobody. So actually, I'm a backtrack, and I'm a, I'm a go. I'm a, so y'all know where we at. So the tweet originally was, "What went wrong with marriages in this generation? Men don't Shout trust." That's my guy. Rich. That's, my, that's my guy. He, 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 he took a nasty L on on the other side of the situation. Damn. Shout out to him for this question because it, it was this question that sparked it. It was. <laughs> Perfect way to put it. So what went, what went wrong with the uh, with marriage in this generation? Men don't trust women and women feel like they don't even need a need need men anymore. What the fuck was the spark to all this? And so Dom said Men have to now get women to like them, and a lot of men aren't likable. That's it. And and on my end, I have said that, like, prior to this, this tweet and this thread, I had been talking about the fact that people, generally, men and women, I'm, I'm really learning, you know, as I'm, I'm getting older and really just taking time to step back as I've been having more conversations, we as the individuals aren't that liked. Like, you know, like what you talked about in your post, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to actually throw it to you in a second because I want you to, you know, just recap um your sentiments in that and where that all came from and you can even talk about like you know your upbringing in that and how that you know factored in but i've largely just been saying that you know across the board we we in this modern day and age both men and women are not really likable to each other and we're refusing in a lot of ways to try to see uh one another and and try to find ways that we can uh like one another and and that's really what 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 the issue is right now that's really why you know long-term relationships aren't necessarily a thing anymore why people are getting married later in life is because we don't have those 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 tools um realistically to engage one another in a way that's like oh i want to be around you you know i think that all right so to take you through like i guess the tweet right so I can't remember that I'm not giving Twitter play by play, but okay, we're here now. Um, so my guy Reggie tweeted that, and and I tweeted off the cuff. Like I, I didn't, I, I didn't think I was saying something profound. Like I, don't, I, I legitimately did not. Like, like you know me, like I work in politics. Mm-hmm. I'm the economist. Like I, I, like my Twitter is political things. I build my following off of you know viral Barack Obama tweets and stuff like that. Like that's how I have any sort of social media following. Gotcha. So, like, I'm not, I'm not a relationship person. So I, I legitimately was just tweeting off the cuff because I thought I was saying something that was obvious and logical. And, 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 and it, so let me say like this, right? I think a lot of times we forget that human beings are also animals. Mm. And if you look at, like, the, like, 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 look at the animal kingdom, right? Like, different animals have different positions from a gender perspective, right? Like, you know, the lioness is hunt, for example. Like, different genders and different animal species have different, like, gender roles, different gender dynamics. 
we are in many ways no different than them. We're just quote unquote further along. I agree. So, and the same the same goes for our society. Like our society, our society also evolves outside of our like actual biology. Right. I, yep. So so when I said that, it was in the same sense of yo, if for example. The male lions decided one day that they're going to go hunt. The usefulness of a female lion would, in theory, go down. So that male no longer needs that female lion because that female lion is no longer his sole source for food. He has to now work to be around that female lion or have a need in a different way. Take that same logic and apply it to male and female human beings. Throughout the entirety of history, there's been a actual physical necessity for there to be two genders in a home. Talk about Laszlo's hierarchy of needs, right? That lowest one is shelter and food, etc., right? Right? In order for us to maintain that lowest common, or that, that lowest level on Laszlo's hierarchy of needs, there had to be two different genders in a home. Great. Like, go back to the ancient Rome. The women of Rome, for large small part, weren't going picking up them spears. That was the man's job. Like, like we, they, they were they, at that point in time, they were stronger, faster, etc. Right? Yeah, you go up to more history. Like farm work used to be very grueling, mm-hmm. so you wouldn't have a lot of women that started doing farm work back in the day. Like, go, go for, but as industrialization occurred, as we started to become a more productive society, as we had more access to books and learning and philosophy, and we saw our society grow as well. We realized some of the things. That we thought we need, or maybe we did need, because we didn't have the, we didn't have the machinery and to, 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 to build, no longer were absolutely necessary. And what both genders could do due to technology and industrialization started to have more overlap. Take that logic and you, ext- you expand it from well, 1400, 1300, when we started to get the, 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 the Iron Age and the Brass Age, and, and expand it all the way to about. About 1955 or so? Yep. You get to a point where, oh shit, women don't need men anymore. She get a home, she get a car, she can defend herself by a gun. She, she don't gotta go outside and fist fight. I'm not going outside and fight, I'm gonna shoot. I get a taser. Right, like, she, 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 doesn't need you for, she doesn't need you to defend her anymore. She doesn't need you to go, con- go consume anything. You said 55. I want to say that was around the first time of like the first like uh, multi-use like in-home vibrator. What was the the, the weight equipment things that they were using? That was around the 1950s if we, we were keeping it a stack.
she was making, she was taking the best available. And eventually, you would become the best available. Mm. Now all of a sudden, just want to have you. If I can give you what I want, I want to have you. And that's, and that's a different game for niggas to play. I don't disagree with that. I, I wholly agree with with all of that sentiment. And I feel like the reason why we, we have to have this conversation in this way is because we have to recognize that regardless of whether it's black or white, is that men have been the dominating status quo. And irregardless of, of our history in America, black men have also benefited from that position of 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 being superior to women and how um we've set up how white men have set up that status quo we've you know just come behind it and started to benefit and while we don't reap the absolute benefits of it of 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 prosperity in the same manner we are in many ways facilitators of of that oppression of of, of, of relationships not happening it's a two-way street and that's the part that we got to recognize we can't just like have these conversations um, and this was the part where I like when as I was having a conversation with folks that I pushed back on, I was like, the the only critique I would have of the thread is I wanted to go further, like, and that's so that's the purpose of this conversation is because I wanted to go further and 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 extrapolate all this shit out. Like, let's let's tap in a little bit to do niggas understand, you know why the situation was that way it's because you know white men have you know created a society where uh women are oppressed anybody not a white man is largely oppressed um and the different facets and ways that that takes place and one of the key ways and one of the key solutions is being in better relationships with one another because in better relationships we now have more uh financial opportunities we have now two minds thinking like we have now more power more strength and will to put towards a individual task and accomplish it so in us in our inability to get together and have real successful productive long-term relationships is hurting us across the board it's hurting us when we come to jobs education raising kids uh whatever you want wherever you want to look at it is it, it really starts with not being able to have successful relationships so for you what would you say influenced uh so you said this was off the cuff you know it was kind of just like you wasn't talking profound but this was influenced by something so what was it Because like I know me personally, I I don't gen I don't like niggas. Like I don't like hanging with a group of men. Like I just genuinely don't like my niggas. That's it. Like and 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 the reason why they my niggas is 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 formed in in in, in a variety of like I didn't actively go out and say these gonna be my niggas. Like that just yeah I didn't I didn't go I didn't go searching for niggas. Nope. Yep. That's it. Don't know how we got here. 
crazy. My niggas is all from high school. Like, all my niggas is from high school, and a, a, a couple of them is from college. Like, uh, um, two or three of them is from college, but the rest of these is from high school. And, like, that's how small my nigga circle is. And and so I yeah, agree I'm with that. <laughs> When you say when you made the statement and I'm sitting here laughing, I'm like, nah, that shit true, cause like I I genuinely don't want to hang out with niggas. Like my first thought is those are my niggas, and I know I will, I I don't mind hanging out with them because I know what I'm getting, I know the energy, I know what they're gonna be with, da da da. Like I mean that's the same thing for my women friends to be quite honest too. But I just know in life I I'm really not going out looking for new friends that are men, and so. It's not common knowledge. It really isn't uh, that women really didn't get bank accounts, weren't allowed to get bank Like, let's put it like that. We're not allowed to get bank accounts until about, the, what was the 70s? 1970, somewhere in there? Like, so we only been about, what, 40 years at this point since they've been able to have their own bank accounts? That's that's not a human life time. Not big time. So my, my mom, essentially... You know, at lived her life at some point where she wasn't, she would have never been able to get a bank account. How she was like, nah. I think about it, my mom was born in fifty six. Yeah, by the time she became of age, she wasn't able to get a bank account by herself. Maybe living in New York, she might have at that point. But you know, it would, have, it, would have, it would have had to be co-signed by a man. So her dad could have set it up for it. And that nigga was dead. So I, I, I'm, yo, this, yeah, this is a conversation. I'm gonna go back and ask my moms. I kid you not. I'm gonna go have this conversation with her now because it. T- I just. I just want to understand now, from her perspective, what what life was even a little bit about at that point in time, um, and and that really now makes me want to 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 really understand some more of my parents' own relationship. Like my parents are still together; they've been married, you know, uh, twenty plus years at this point, and I I've never really sat down and and, and had a conversation about you know their relationship. I've you know over the years been able to take some things away from them and you know learn and, and hear but never once did i get a get a sit down and be like hey this is what marriage is about this is what relationships look like this is how we did it da, da, da. didn't get any of that but now i'm really curious to have some level of understanding at least from her perspective on what was it like to be a, a quote-unquote independent woman a woman in the streets dating at that point in time because i can fully understand how I can't, I can barely get a job. Like I was watching something and they were talking about secretary school and I'm like, wait, secretary school. Like that was the options for y'all. Like secretary school. That, that was like, literally I was watching, um, women that kill. And this is a show that takes place like back in like the fifties or something like that. And these two young ladies were at a diner and she was like, I'm almost finished with secretary school. And I was like, secretary, that's really her options. And I'm just like, yeah, like I fully understand, you know, the, the conditioning that went into go get a man because the man is the one who's going to have the bank account. He's the one who's going to be able to get the job. That's what your survival is going to look like because your parents aren't going to be around forever and you can't do shit. You don't got no real skills. So you attach yourself to a man. So I understand that conditioning. Um, I, I, what I'm lost and perplexed now is like you said, for the men that, it don't make sense in the in the, the grand scheme that we, we do have to give a little bit more. And I, I don't understand that either. But so, so okay, so let's let's backtrack because I feel like 
this isn't a result of the education system. I don't know. I haven't fully determined where the issue of lack of self-esteem and worth comes into play at. But I really feel like it's 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 born on both sides. And this is why I say it's both men and women, you know, fall into to that issue. Um, because I, I feel like in this current day where people have to be likable, the men have to be likable, the women have to be likable. Uh, nobody got substance. Like, people can't hold conversations. Not me, though. I've... <laughs> facts uh, facts if y'all don't know this nigga host uh host uh early morning uh clubhouse rooms what is it keep it simple um yeah. talking about random shit i'll plug we'll get into that later but you know damo does talk um but generally people can't hold conversations i'm, I'm really you know finding i was having a conversation with a homie and he liked the chick he talking to she don't know how to hold a conversation she don't even know how to start the conversation at all the shit baffled me i was like what the fuck like wait what he was like yeah like she can't uh i was like talking to other people and they're like yeah trying to have conversations with people they put i have to pull the conversation from them i gotta to always lead initiate it i'm just like so they don't give anything in return nah and it's just like how do you expect to build something how do you expect to engage this person how do you expect this person to like you i, I just be really confused at at, at the sentiments and so it really made me when i read your uh piece it really made me think back to uh jasmine sullivan's album and okay it, okay Sorry, jasmine, if, if um say what oh yeah definitely I, I covered that hotels album earlier in the season um but it really made me think back to the last album, and she talked about these hoes be winning. And uh, there's also an interlude on there where, where the lady's talking about the fact that she feels like sex is her superpower, and that's what keeps her around. And so when when I have had these conversations and we're talking about these things, like it all, I feel like it it it, it quickly comes down to a sex thing, you know, um, whether it's being had or hadn't. Um, and and it just it largely revolves around sex and so where i'm going with this is i want to ask from your perspective in this sort of the likability not likability um how do you see women being liked in this space by men um i mean i think that women how women will be liked by men is a change so, so, so I'll say this, right? Let's remove the top two, three percent of human beings, right? Um, so the super wealthy, the super attractive, the super popular, the celebrities, like LeBron James is not have to be like to be with Savannah. Now I'm sure that LeBron and Savannah like each other because they were like high school sweethearts, but you know, even if not, billion dollars get you a lot of like. Right, um, you know, yeah. So supermodels, right? Like they didn't. You don't have to be like you're the finest thing in the world. They had to provide, defend, etc. But those women actually, they had to be like, like they had to be courted. They had to be a lot. They had to be most attractive enough to be appealing to a to a man. Look at my back. Funny. Look at Mulan. Like hmm. the, the first like five, six scenes of Mulan when she's like doing the whole makeup shit and in the little 
the little Chinese little like flower girl stuff when she walking in. That's that that's their entire culture was they were trying to make her mm-hmm. likable enough for some powerful man to pick her, right? So women will just continue to do what they've been doing to be like They will they don't know what to do with them. Get into a certain shape, get to a certain fitness, do the makeup up, you know. Some women do it from a sexual perspective and I haven't bothered blah, 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 blah. But women throughout history have known that their ability to survive was in certain ways dependent on the caliber of man in their life. So that leads you outside of those who were wealthy enough, attractive enough, etc. Because listen, if you you're a rich going back then you had to pick a man because they wanted you. You had mm-hmm. something for them. But short of them, every woman else has had to be like them. So they so they got this shit down to science to So you feel like women in this space will just continue to adapt that for 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 them like they recognize that it's largely a physical thing not necessarily i mean whatever it's whatever it's an attractiveness it's whatever you define as attractive got you cool Okay, um, and I, like I, said, I asked that because like it really made me think back to the album, and I, I've asked this question, you know, in so, social media about like what does it mean when the holes be winning, and I, I never really got an answer because like I, I never understood it. Like, what does that mean? And the responses that I have gotten back have largely talked about the fact that it's a woman that has gone out there and gotten it herself. Um, you know, she has shot her shot at the men. She uh, is a woman who, you know, is into a lot of different things. Um, you know, in short, what I'll say is, is bring something to the table. And so I go back to, I go back to, like I said, people aren't likable. Like I'm, I'm, and I, I'm, I'm talking about this more and more, but I've, I've just largely just started to boil it down that people aren't likable. They can't hold conversations. Um, they don't have anything of substance to, to talk about. Like, tell me something beyond that you got a bachelor's degree. Um, like, I want to know more than what your job title is. Like, tell me what you actually like to do on weekends. Like, what is your free time? Like, even if it's sitting in the house, what do you like to do sitting in the house? Or you watch TV? What TV should like? And then be able to converse be able to engage back and forth to where one person isn't just leading all of that discussion isn't just uh you know the responsible party for bringing everything to the table because at that point it's a one-sided ordeal and from a man's perspective and I, I've talked about this. I don't want to carry nobody. I don't want to carry a woman that I'm, I'm engaging with. Why? Because I recognize in this current modern day and age, this is a woman. She's independent. She's an adult. She can hold the bank account. She got a job. That, all those things that I, I likely can do because of modernization, because of, of the current times, industrialization, where we are currently at, that is my equal. That is legitimately, legitimately my equal. That is someone who I want to see as a partner and not as someone who has to be there. So, I want to get into uh, this aspect of the tweets. Um, you, you made a real uh, clear statement. Your grandfather was probably a horrible husband. And... <laughs> I'm 
laughing because I feel like I, I've heard some stories about like my own grandfathers just being trash ass husbands. Like I know one of my grandmothers just literally up and like left one night because she was over this nigga. Um, and and, and our grandparents were husbands. They were. I mean, I was trash. Let's be honest. Like, if you're because like I, I'll be quite honest I didn't grow up with either one of my grandfathers in my life whatsoever like my mom's father passed uh, I think when she was a teen and then I just mentioned like how uh, my dad's father like once uh, my grandmother left that like that whole situation just became real strange and just interesting and so like it, it, it really does support that statement that you know a lot of us a lot of us grandfathers were trash like trash fathers trash husbands and, and, and to some extent it wasn't fully their fault this is the part where we can say you know uh slavery segregation uh, influenced a ton of that shit and and so for us in this current space and this is why this conversation is so necessary because i feel like we are at a point where we can realistically look back and say like yo those niggas were trash and if we're honest and we have to be honest we have to call them trash so that we can start to break away from what's what's to come what the future looks like so I want to go into how do we actually get to more marriages, more successful marriages, more of these shits that, that are long term? How do we actually start moving to a place to where people are likable? I think that. Okay, so I'm going to say this, right? So let, 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 let's step back for like a slight second. Because I, I want to talk, and this is going to help me get to the answer question. I want to talk a little bit about why our grandparents are such bad husbands. Right? So, like, I said that was a comment, right? So in, in econ, um, you know, they'll say like, you know, if you see, well, it really doesn't any soft science. Like, if you see a shit ton of stuff, like if, if you and I, who, you know, live on different parts of the of the country, um, if we, if, uh, the only thing we really share is that we black and we run we run certain age. It's the only thing we share. We live with different universities, different states. Eat, eat their type of food teller. Our commonality is the fact that we're black. We're born in the same time frame, right? Mm -hmm. If all of our grandparents, who also probably had very little commonality, all had the same fucking problems, that means that it was like a, a larger societal thing occurring. Like it wasn't just because they were bad human beings, they were just regular human beings that were reacting or being affected by the same large scale issue, right? So, I said, I said that it's not necessarily their fault that they were bad husbands, um, bad fathers. And I would say for, also bad is subjective. Bad is relative. So at the time, it might have been amazing. It might have been the best parents ever. But as we age and as society evolves, we can say, okay, yeah, that actually wasn't good. That wasn't, that wasn't good. Like, that actually was bad, etc. Um, and I want to say, like, so, let's, let, so, let's come, right? So for me, it wasn't just that my grandfather was a bad husband. My dad was, because my dad was born in 36. My dad was the age most of the grandparents were. So I know firsthand what it's like to have him as a father. Mm. I, I, I see firsthand how you interact with my father. I, I understand how your generation functions, and you, my father was probably more of the emotional side, because he was a bad, he was a bad boy, he was a little bit more artsy, in the music, so he was a little, bit more, a little bit softer. But even him, he is not a loving, likable human being. 
And that, that, that's why, that, how he was raised. That's not how he functions. His, his brain doesn't think that way, right? If my dad was raised by someone who was born in the 1880s, who was raised by someone who was born in slavery? And I can say, like, those, that, that, that time span from about 1875, 1880, through about 1950, 1960, you had a group of people who were free, but didn't know what to do. Absolutely nothing. Not a so not it, a it, direction it, 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 going. The, the women adapted a little bit quicker. They took it a while, but, but the women adapted a little bit quicker. But us, we stumbled. We, st- but we stumbled out the gate. Were we pushed down to along the way? Absolutely. Like, like what, were we more impacted or impacted at the same rate uh, by by oppression post uh, uh, freedom of slavery? Absolutely. But the fact is, we can, talk, we can talk a little bit about why it occurred, but it occurred now. Can't go back and fix it. That's mm-hmm. right now, right? And it's important. The fact is, we have to adapt. Our women have adapted. Black women have adapted. They saw that the white man, quote unquote, was kicking our ass, and we couldn't necessarily provide the rate at which we want to provide. So they went out and became the most educated, most qualified. They are, they are now spectacular providers and partners. I agree. But now, we, if we want to adapt, if we want to continue this marriage and black love, etc., we now have to adapt to be more open to her being a partner. Because she had to go do that. She had to become that. Mm. Now, we have to be accepting of that. You can blame white supremacy if you want. And, and feel free, rightly so. But we're here now. And now we have this extremely qualified, extremely intelligent woman and if we're going to be with him, we must adapt. This is why I wanted to have this episode. Go ahead. I'm going to let you finish. Go ahead. You know, and, and, and to go back earlier, because, because we're animals. And, and if we do not adapt, you die. In the animal kingdom, those who do not adapt, die. I agree. I, I said this. Black men, it's time to adapt. Or we're mm. going to be extinct. Mm. Adapt, nigga. Mm. I tell you. This is why I want this episode, though, because what you said right there, it, it, it sums it up in, in the, it sums up the situation, it sums up where we got to go next, how we got to move forward. We, I, I, I hate the oppression Olympics conversation because, like you said, we can't go back and fix that. But what we have to recognize is black women were forced to adapt and that being with them as black men going forward means that we too then have to adapt. And it's what you says we have to adapt in accepting them as partners. Because I don't think that, again, like I said, like if, you, if I look at it from my perspective, you know, I feel like there's a likability issue on both sides and it's not allowing us to come together. And then I, I also said that we're not, we're, I, I, I feel like we're not choosing to, to see each other and find ways that we can like each other. Um, and so it, it, it really is that part right there is black men got to adapt. No, no, facts. Like black, black men do have to adapt. It's, it is what it is. We, we can sit and go back and forth about it, but it is what it is now. And so the, 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 the flip side to that is, is recognizing, I would say for black women is not necessarily that black men haven't adapted because of the situation, it's the circumstances and forces that 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 prohibited 
necessarily that adaptation and where that has placed the community as a whole so it isn't about you know black men needing to do more work than than black women um or black women having to do more work than black men it's realizing that there's an ad adaptation that must now take place amongst both sides and what that looks like is for black men, it's, it's recognizing that that women. Are, hey, I was honestly, it's both sides recognizing that we're both partners in this shit. It's not seeing one or the other as having to do more of the the, the load or or be more the the, the load bearing, uh, responsible one. Like, not to 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 to, to keep too much on this because I do want to uh, start moving on, but. It's in that same, I would say, voice and, and thought process of, of, of men being the provider. And, and we, we, we will look back in history and say, well, that's what men have done without taking into account the, the, the actual history that has existed in this country that has targeted black men and created the a situation where black women adapted in a, in a manner that black men were not able to. And so... To sum all this shit up is people ain't likable, uh, and it's time for niggas to adapt across the board. Yeah, niggas gotta adapt, man. Our women adapted. We gotta catch up. We gotta adapt. Hey, why don't you watch clothes, my G? Be clean. Play your position, my nigga. Yo. You can't score. And listen, I don't know what sports you play, but I love basketball. Play baseball, love basketball. Listen, if you can't, if you're not the scorer, why not say scream? Be good, do on defense. Be good on defense, man. Do something. Rebound. You gotta do something, bro. You gotta do something, fam. No, I'm, listen, I'm not disagreeing. I, I feel like I have, I was having this conversation earlier and, um, I would like I was asked like like the person asked me is it wrong for them getting tired from talking about relationships all the time and I was like nah I was I agreed with them I was like you know I rec you, we can both recognize that it's a part of our core conditioning um, people individuals as 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 animalistic as we are are still companion centered and based like we we we're community oriented and so what that looks like is that looks like a longing for people to be around and it draws oftentimes down to sex because we recognize that that's you know one of the the most keyest simplest freest ways to to enact pleasure um but that isn't the center. The center is is around actually being likable. It isn't you know the sex that one brings to the situation, uh, because as we talked about, heck, you can seek pleasure outside of you know uh, someone of the opposite sex. So it, it comes down to what, how the how likable are you? And even if sex is your fucking likability, like I'm gonna just simply say from how I hear it, niggas is niggas ain't even likable in that area. So. I'm gonna leave it alone on that one. I'm gonna leave it there. I'm gonna leave it there. Uh, money, power, respect. Um, so you talked about the politics. Yes. Talked about you know being an economist. <clears throat> I just want to ask, what are we gonna do with this Congress? Listen, man. Um, I think. I, I think that. There was an agenda set up by uh, my president. I, I, I can say my president 
for the first time in a while, so I'll say it. I pro- I probably get tired of saving it next year, but for now, I'm gonna say it. Hmm. Um, and there was a clear, there appeared to be clear priorities, um, in a, in an order to set priorities. Um, one was obviously handling COVID, which I think an amazing job was done. Um, I think that. Delta variant about to, about to spin the block on niggas, but spin the block, bro. I, I can't blame it on the government. Like that was niggas that wanted to do, do what they needed. No, it's not on the government, but it's right. it's really about to spin the block. Like money was there. If, if we got going for the lockdown, that's not on the government. Like so, will the government have to come in again and maybe do another stimmy or whatever potentially? But this is on us. It's not on the government. So COVID was handled. Um. I like the infrastructure package. I think that's number two. That's probably done in what next week or so. And then I think it. And I'll tell you, if you would have asked anyone who worked politics um, on day one of Joe Biden's inauguration, and, and they was in, they were the told you, it was going to be COVID, or be infrastructure, going to be voting, going to be criminal justice, and then they'll probably get something on either student loans or immigration. The, the, that was like pretty much what he said he was going to do. Mm-hmm. Like from, from, from the gap, right? Um, and I think from a priority perspective, he almost had them in that order. Uh, yeah, essentially, I agree. Right? So, to, to me, check one, check two. Right? Okay. There's been a lot of conversations about the George Floyd Justice and Policing Act. I like it. Get over the finish line. Right? Need, need, need that done. And then voting. Now, what, what I will say, what I, I understand some people's grievances, is maybe voting should have been before infrastructure. No, I don't disagree with. I think I think they're being handled simultaneously. I I don't think voting gets done, and that's where I'm I'm a little worried. I do not. I don't. People like it. I don't think people like it. I think that they would give us a very weak reauthorization of VRA to protect against the crazy shit. Like, I don't think we get anything that, like, really just expands. You might sneak the federal holiday thing. Maybe. That's a big maybe. Or you might sneak, like, a like a required, like, early voting expansion where, like, you can vote for, like, three weeks or something. Like, you might sneak one of those in. But, like, all this shit where, like, yo, we're going to have Automatic bipartisan board. commissions to draw on. That, no, we ain't that. That, that. That's not Like, that... Maybe next time. I think you get a very weak VRA reauthorization. I'm, I'm, I'm. And that's it. I'm looking at it, and I, I don't see it's, it's, it's gonna get real interesting if we, or like how we get, if you say it, because I, I don't see it, and that's there, there's a couple of things I see wrong currently in this moment when it comes to politics. I feel like we are completely exhausted from the the Trump years, and so. After, like, people were like, I, I did what I had to do in 2020. That nigga not there. I'm chilling out right now. And it's like, nah, like, honestly, y'all got to tune back in right now. Like, like come start coming back into the fold. Like, maybe the, the, the first six, seven months of this year, fine. But I feel like we can't wait too much longer to really start engaging people for 22 around those elections. 
because everything that's happening now needs to be in their minds. Like we we need the fact that like they they really not trying to have this fucking one six uh, commission. They're not trying to investigate that. They don't want to hear anything about that. They are really trying to pass voter restrictions that are akin to Jim Crow. Uh, like that needs to be a part of the conversation that that people are hearing about, so that as we start to move along, it it isn't it it doesn't become just this one thing that they may hear about you know this is a part of the 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 calculations that they're that they're looking at and making as they're as they're deciding potentially who primary candidates are you know uh i i I talked about this previously um around when we had our, our primaries here in new york and the fact that you know we needed to be getting more people involved in the elections there the turnout was just was was trash it was abysmal um and there needed to be you know more people getting involved in the conversation and we needed to find a way to to really to to get people to vote more like to, to to hold niggas accountable and i feel like hearing what's going on right now would be would 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 help to get people to see, like, yo, you really need to be involved in this conversation. Yeah. You guys. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, I feel like we're gonna have to have a a a. Um, I don't even say come to Jesus moment. I think I think we do. Well, let me say this right. I think that we have. I'll say I'll say by November because I, I do not think that voting rights was worked on hard yet. No. I think that infrastructure really was the main thing. And I think the way Biden has because you remember we just weren't talking to infrastructure during COVID. Like Biden, as a president, or already a Schumer, who, who, whoever's running the operation, they were taking these one step at a time. Right? So I think that you will get, once infrastructure is done, I think that every, the entire focus will be on voting and then criminal justice reform. And then once I have, because I think infrastructure will probably be done, what, mid-August? Yeah, infrastructure will be done by mid-August. They're, they're not going to go on break without like, infrastructure. Like, like, before you work's done, like, they literally just need to, like, do all the procedural votes and, like, give me a good voter rama, have a fight, and then, and, and then get it done. Essentially. So, so, so that gives you, from mid-August, maybe they still break in real quick. Take a little vacation. I'm not mad at that. They got six weeks it's coming at the end of August, August yeah. Assholes. I'm not mad at that. So, so, so it gives you from mid-August, go home to your districts, get cussed out about voting rights, all shit, come back, and then from October to November, before, before you get your little Christmas break, y'all should be able to knock out voting rights and criminal justice. That's very possible. If by then I don't have anything, now I'm upset because... My other thing, my my my, I, I, I two other things. At the top of next year, the only conversations I want niggas to be having is immigration and student loan forgiveness. Oh, student loan need to come this year. If I'm being honest, because 
the 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 deadline run. I think they're gonna extend it. I think they're gonna extend it to the new year. I think they'll extend it. Yeah, I think top of next year you'll get immigration student loan. And, and then that's it because I'm very unabashed. They're not getting immigration next year. I don't know if they get immigration next year. No, no, I'm very unabashed Democrat. I know you are begrudgingly Democratic in, in some ways. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Now, if we both want for our candidates, right? Going into 2022 primary season, right? How badly do you want to say the Democrats delivered immigration, student loan forgiveness, uh, uh, voting rights, criminal justice, infrastructure, and handle COVID? I want to. Chance going into 2022, you can say all of those things. Yes. Maybe you don't get student loan. I really want student loan. But maybe you don't get student loan, and you can run on student loan. Because it is. So you can say, I gave you immigration, I gave you criminal justice reform, I gave you fucking COVID relief, I gave you fucking uh, infrastructure, and I gave you fucking voting rights. Reelect me or expand us. Give me PA, give me North Carolina. And, and you know what? Fuck Manchin, we'll give you some more for you. I, I feel like. I, I'm I'm weary. I, voting rights has to come this year because vote, the reason why voting rights has to come this year is is for the simple fact that there needs time for implementation ahead of 2022, and that's a, that's a, the other part that uh, yeah whatever they get out whatever they're able to achieve whether it's uh, early voting um, whether if if they're able to get automatic voter registration whatever they're able to achieve in it there there needs to be some time for implementation and so there's a part of it that's like y'all got to y'all got to start moving like y'all y'all can't wait till the final actual you know minute to to get this so there's that because then on top of that you also got to think about some of these these court challenges that there may be to it um and so you want you want to give time for you know that bullshit to, to take place and where you know potentially maybe have some rulings ahead of you know the election season. I I hope we get voting right. So um, I I I'm, I fear for it just the way of like how things are. I agree with you that they are taking it you know step by step. That I I I applaud that you know in this sort of uh of era where there haven't been a ton you haven't heard about a ton of missteps coming out of this white house like and 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 what i mean by missteps is i just mean like you know insiders you know the white house is squabbling about you haven't heard nothing about nothing really coming out of nowhere um and so i i agree and appreciate that but in some ways I, i feel like they are moving slow and i don't think i don't think we're gonna get immigration and that might be okay and I say that because it. It, 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 it will be used by the Republicans as as an issue. And it, and if we can use and run on student loans and, and, and infrastructure and COVID being handled and voting rights and criminal justice, that gives us more leverage. You gotta have, you gotta have immigration. Because that's southern border. I'm in Texas, but I'm telling you, that's a, they, they're going to kill us on that southern border. You don't... They're going to kill us on it. I, I don't think they are. I, I, what can you say right now? That, that we they gonna kill us, homie. The only the only thing that might save us, and I say might because it might make it worse, is if Delta's very bad. That, oh, that shit coming. I'm sorry. Like I, they don't post the numbers. 
They don't like because like, you don't see the daily death toll and the, and the new cases anymore. By the mid August, oh no, this shit gonna look crazy. I'm I'm this shit gonna look fucking insane. Like I I I fear it might be a little worse because we're back outside in the way we are. And and this mask mandate, like it, it's 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 cool mandated. The thing is, those are the same people who are vaccinated. This shit is about to look worse. When 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 the the pandemic in uh what was it 1918 and 1919 came around, it was the second year that was the worst. This will technically be the second year. This nah, this about to be. Yo, this was a great conversation, bro. I appreciate it. Uh, we're going to end there. Like, listen, to show everybody mad, and I say what's on my mind. I, I tell my guests to come on and say what's on their mind. Uh, clearly, this, this conversation happened as a result of you just talking your, your piece, and, and that's all I can ask for from the energies and the universe. So that's what we got here. Uh, before we get out of here, though, I do... Um, I want you to talk about what you got going on. You got a podcast. You you on Clubhouse. Uh, let the folks know what you got going on. I'm working, man. I'm working, man. I'm, uh, you know, I mean, we, we are going in season two of five. Um, I'm going to start recording like three weeks, two weeks. Um, also running a different show now um, called Politicking um, with uh, the lovely Bria Rushing, Jordan uh, mm. Chapman, and then my guy Ethan. Um, we're gonna do a similar like episodic thing where we'll do you know ten to twelve episodes, um, chill out, build up ten to twelve. Um, yeah, man, I'm just ready, man. Like I'm, I'm attempting to use whatever platform I do have for good, and always, you know, your local Texas political person, man. You know, still doing the comms thing. I'm still um, writing policy. I've written some really dope policy in the last whatever. I'm not able to share necessarily. Um, you know how the NDAs is. Um, but yeah, I mean, just working, man. I, I think 2022, 2022 in Texas will be interesting. Um, it'll be it'll be exciting. Um, I'll actually be in Austin this weekend with the Poor People's Campaign and mm. people um, with Beto and them. And um, we have a protest um, Saturday um, at our uh, at our um, at our state capitol. Um, yeah, I mean, don't be able to do, man. I've heard what's been going on. Hopefully, my, my thing has always been wanting to take legislation, take policy, take political maneuvering, and being able to break it down and let my people know what's going on. You Same. know what I'm saying? Like, I understand that everybody ain't going to sit up and watch C-SPAN all day. Like, yep. I do. Hey, they don't have the connections I have. They can't pick up their phone and call staffers from across the country to kind of get a, a dealing of what's going on. So, um, what's the point of me having if I can't give it to my folks? Facts. So, what's the what's the point of first class if my niggas can't sit? You feel me? Like, like, like that's a big, that's a big up. So I gotta make sure that you know everyone's abreast of the situations that's occurring. So I mean that's gonna be what I continue to do at, at its core while also representing my folks to the best of my ability. Um, but yeah, man, we're working, bro. We're working, man. It, it, it's gonna be fun. I'm excited for. The rest of this year, as long as the Democrats and the Senate do what they need to do, 2022 should be a great year in my state. Um, and it's going to be all right, man. Like, like if they set the screen, we're coming off. If, if they set the screen, Texas is coming off and hitting the third round. You feel me? Mm. Tell you. 
Mm. That's how y'all feeling out in tech? Yo, listen, I, I've been hearing about the organizing going on, and it, it's so great to hear about because I, I, I said when Georgia was running their shit through, I, I got scared because I, George, Georgia reacted way too fucking late. I mean, the the legislature did move on that, but they also they 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 had it sitting around for a little bit. Even though they ran it through, they they they, they, they telegraphed it a bit. You feel me? Listen, man, I'm not sure about it yesterday, bro. We we out here, we working. And so I, I appreciate the movement because this isn't the first time the folks in Texas have moved to, to prohibit voting rights, this this voting right restriction. So let, let's 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 also make sure that we, we, we talk about the fact that, that there's been movement taking place. Like, you know, there has been work been going on and I appreciate that. Because like I said, when I heard like Jordan it got me because I was like, yo, wait, nobody did nothing? Like y'all didn't call a business like 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 nobody says like and and I was in like, I was in Georgia like I, I was a part of the Senate runoffs like I, I worked on that shit so it was just like and and I'm, I'll be honest like after that I was like I'm tired like I like literally I've been I've been tuned out it was a it was a like and I don't know I didn't do as much work in 2020 as I do in 2022. Like, I don't know if niggas, this, this is really the offseason, right? Like, we really do the offseason. It is my offseason. It has been my offseason. Hold on, I told I, I interviewed the other day, right? They asked me what long term success looks like. I legit said two years to them. I, I was like, you know, being here in two years. And I shocked myself when I said it because in my mind I know that if the right opportunity opened up in twenty twenty two or twenty four, well ahead of twenty four, I'm gonna go. I'm I'm going. Because it like the tulip happened in 2020, okay? Like 2020 was a tulip year, and that 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 was a year where 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 iron sharpened iron and skills got upgraded. Okay, it, it was it was a beast. It, but it it was a you couldn't do it, Nick. What? You couldn't do it. I was running a census campaign. I can't talk to nobody. Like I lost a congressional seat in New York. Like what? Like. It was a beast of a year, and so I, I, I'm, I'm happy to hear all that. I'm looking forward to it. I feel you if the Democrats do what they're supposed to do. You know, 2022 could be a good because I'm, I'm literally in my mind like I'm interviewing now, and I'm, I'm really sincere about the places that I'm, you know, I'm talking to at this point in time. Um, I'm, I'm just gonna put it out. There. I may be, you know, moving to DC at some point or working in DC um, within the next year or so. Um, so. Yeah, yeah, and it's, it's it's competitive and cutthroat too. It's like it's way way worse. Um, especially 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 if they pick up like three more seats, they're gonna have to like hire. It's like twenty more people. That in uh DC uh, that's what there's not enough attention being. We we need uh Puerto Rico or DC. Uh, a state that, that 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 needs to be uh uh that needs to happen under this president 
that that well, needs. Well, maybe in the second half. The last two. The the. the we got to maintain the, the, the leadership. And, like, literally, that's the conversations I've literally just been having. It's just, like, what do we have? Like, we have to recognize that we, we have to and it'll be a lot more about a lot more about maintaining this leadership shit. Like, not just, like, being elected officials. Like, maintaining fucking leadership. And, and that's... Literally, that's the conversations I've had. Like, all, like all the interviews that I've had, uh, the meetings that I've I've been in over the last two months. It's literally been about like, how sincere are we about maintaining leadership? Yeah, that's facts. So before we get out of here, let the people know where they can find you. Uh, yeah, man. On 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 the TL on Twitter, I'm at Dapper Damo. On Instagram, on Instagram, I'm actually Damo Dapper, just because I'm so my my ad name. Uh, but they don't even use it, so IG, if you're hearing this, can you give me my ad name, please? Um, but no, man, um, on, 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 on Clubhouse, which I, I, I clubhouse sparingly now, but on Clubhouse, uh, I'm, I'm also Dapper Dama. And outside, I'm Dama, man. Um, you know, it, 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 it's, always, it's always Texas everything. It's always specifically San Antonio. It's always currently Dallas. But, you know, shout out, shout out to Texas, man. You can, you can find me a real Yo, I'm outside. Like, I got vaccinated in March, uh, and I, I told niggas I was gonna be outside. I got vaccinated in March, and I've been outside. Like, I told it. Like, literally, I was like, oh, I, that's why I'm going to get vaccinated because I'm ready to go outside, and I'm ready to be outside and not having to worry about, oh shit, I can get corona and die. Like, I'm. That's not the psychology that I'm on right now. So next time I'm in Houston, I, I mean Texas, I'm hollering at this nigga because I'm actually trying to get down to Houston sometime before the end of the year. So I'll let you know. And Dallas ain't that far of a drive. I'm, I'm, I'm always going to be outside. I'll keep you posted. Yo, people, as always, uh, like I said at the start, season three, I, I don't even know if this, this might be the season finale. I feel like this was a great fucking convo. Um, this is dropping this week. I mean, I'm talking and whatever. Email everybody madpod at gmail.com. Tell me how you feel about this show. Share topics and ideas for season three. Um, what's coming is the off season. Uh, last off period, I did uh, the Black Short series, and I was just chopping it up. And so I'm going to have the off season because I've been in my off season. This nigga J. Cole dropped a beautiful fucking album called The Off Season. And so this, the off season is coming for niggas. And I, I'm excited for what that is because I haven't talked much this season. And um, I realize there's a lot of shit that just still has to be said. So in the meantime, in between time, follow on IG and Facebook. Like and follow everybody mad pod. Go holla at this man, Damo. Um, make sure y'all chop it up and tune in for him. Uh, and on all major podcast platforms, subscribe if you're feeling this. If not, thanks for listening because this is everybody mad. Yo, what's a quote you go by? Man, hold up now. Um, right now, is, is always less is more. Keep it simple. Um, yeah, I, I was like, I was like keep, it, keep it simple, man. Less is more. Mm. So they are honking in the background. Um, I feel like right we we talked about Cole came up a couple of times just randomly just now, and that's my that's my favorite artist like like that's my nigga. Um, you, you, you East Coast niggas man like it, it's just North, North, North Carolina to like New York like anything in that little area 
Y'all niggas just love Cole. It's it's an I-95 corridor. Like, like nigga got the first track on I-95 South. Like, the shit is it's a real thing. You bummed out niggas, man. You it's a... Brazil, yo, no. <laughs> yo, I can't. Yo, I'm outside because festival season coming around. And I'm so excited for that. You niggas, you niggas in that meat, man. <laughs> Yo, I'm so excited for festival season because it's coming up. Like I'm, I'm hitting Rolling Loud in a multiple, in multiple locations. Uh, like I, 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 I,